0: Welcome to Timber Nook Tips. Welcome to Timbernook Tips. Jeff Johnson here with Angela Hanscom. This time we're talking a little bit about the social skills children develop and practice when they're spending time at recess. We talked last time about how maybe we could we could. Ugh, squeeze a couple more minutes of recess into every day, ideally forty-five to sixty minutes, and uh, you know, I guess more if you if you could uh, you could squeeze it in. Angela, what are what are the social skills kids are learning when they're out there in the playground?
1: Well, one of the um, one of the most important skills we learn as people is into having interpersonal skills, mm-hmm. and so it's really important that we allow opportunities for children to practice that, and they need to do it in an environment where um, they're with other children and the adult is actually stepping back a little bit. So the children get to practice, um, you know, negotiating with other children, trading, um, problem solving um, and their own conflicts as well. Yeah. And I mean, the playground
0: is the perfect place to do that. When you're in the classroom, it's one teacher and what, 20, 25, 30, 40 kids, I don't know how many, how many kids are in classrooms nowadays, and you get out of the playground, and there's, there's fewer adults around, and there's more space, and you can maybe go to the other side of the slide and be out of sight, so it becomes a prime opportunity uh, for engaging in social interactions without an adult peering over your head. And for some kids, that might be the only time in their day they have such an opportunity because if they're not in a classroom, they're with parents or other caregivers who are who are kind of hovering. Um, and I mean, not intentionally trying to inhibit children's social interactions, but that's just the way we are.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I have a really good story of um, of a perfect example of when of how this can play out in a play scheme um we because we often my dog's barking again he's cool (laughs) um we often tend to not like conflict when children, there's any kind of conflict at all between children and their play. And we want to fix it right away. And so we actually had um, a conflict. We have conflicts all the time out in the woods, but this particular time was a couple years ago and we were training other providers. And so anytime you're training, you want things to go nicely. Well, a fight broke out in the woods and these girls were building a teepee. And this boy went up to them and said, you need to let me play. And um, right away, the adults wanted to go in there and help them resolve the the issue. But what happened is the girls ended up forming a chain and holding hands in front of their teepee, and they (laughs) started going, no, 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 we won't. And um, they had fake gems in their teepee that they were hiding. Uh So the boy went up to the teepee, and he ended up stealing their gems, and he um, took off running. And so um, something told me to you know, like we're watching for safety. Um, no one's getting hurt. They're just having, like, it's an argument, a conflict. So we were there, um, watching for safety, but we really did not, we chose not to intervene. And so what happened was the girls ended up chasing the boy around the woods over and over. And so one of the providers was like, okay, he's bound to get tired. Um, and he did. He eventually got tired, and so he said, "Fine, just take the gems to the girls." So they took their gems, put it back in their teepee and they're singing, and they're all happy. And um, he actually, he actually did cut like a piece of their um, their decoration, and mm-hmm. so they redecorated their fort. And what happened was a boy was really upset. so he went over to a tree sulking, his arms were crossed. he was very angry. And one of the little girls actually went over and sat down. Um, from that group and sat down beside him and we couldn't hear the conversation, but they were talking and, um, right away his voice raised up and he was like, whoa!" whoa, whoa and he's yelling at her and she put her hand up and like, like a stop sign and said, you know, just as a, a visual cue to just stop. Uh-huh. And so we got really quiet and then he started yelling again. He's like, whoa, 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 and so she put her hand up again to stop him. <laughs> patiently waited for him to regulate. And then what happened was his voice came down and they ended up having a conversation. By the end of that um, conversation, she waves him on and that little boy was authentically included for the rest of the week because it was a week-long summer program. Uh And he became part of their group. Now, if we had gone in from the very beginning and said, you need to let him play or intervened, what opportunities would they have missed out on? Yeah,
0: exactly. We in our in our desire to keep everybody safe and happy, I think parents and caregivers jump into those situations way too soon a lot of times. We need to realize that doing nothing is doing something. Absolutely. And and give ourselves permission to do that and and wait. When I mean in your
1: experience, when is the right time to step in? So for us, we step in when it becomes unsafe. So if someone's physically hurting someone or they're, you know, like um, intentionally, you know, saying things that are hurtful, um, but if they're arguing and they're trying to work something out like that, um, then we we do step back to see if they can resolve it. And some of the things I, we f- I feel strongly that they learned was, you know, that little girl was practicing. Empathy, you know, like something. Again, you can't role play in a classroom. You need to learn through um, playing with other children. Um, the low boy learned to regulate himself. Um, he probably learned that whining didn't work for, <laughs> for to get be included. Yeah, at least um, with this group so, you know, in the group. Um, and then he was authentically included. So if we had said you need to let him play, he could have resented the ch- the girls, um, and then they could have resented him for, and it would have been an ongoing issue for the rest of the week that needed adult interaction. So I feel like recess is the opportunity for children to practice life skills and interpersonal skills, emotional regulation, um, resolving their own conflicts. So having confidence, like we did this, we were able to come to a solution. And sometimes that solution does not look fair to an adult, but they're happy with it because they, they um, it's their solution. They came it, up with it. Themselves. Yeah, they
0: own it. They created it. and And I mean – Learning to navigate those kinds of experiences when you're six, seven, eight, ten years old is practice for navigating those experiences that are maybe a little bit more complicated mm-hmm. um, a little bit more nuanced when you're twenty and thirty and forty and seventy years old right and it it's almost terrifying to think about children leaving their childhoods without much of this practice. And as, as play has disappeared in the lives of children, that's exactly what they're doing. How those young adults go into the world and have to have to negotiate for themselves. I mean, there's plenty of articles. If you look for them, you can find plenty of articles out there about how, how college students are calling mommy and daddy to deal with, problems with roommates or professors when they get to when they get away from home for the first time
1: Um, and that sense of entitlement too like he like he they didn't give into that so like the sense like I deserve everything you know like
0: yeah yeah and I mean that that dynamic that I I can be powerful and solve problems for myself is is a great thing for a for a a young person to carry forward and you always
1: you don't always get what you want you know so it's yeah Okay. Right, let's,
0: I I let's end on that and let's come back and talk about the disappointments of recess. Maybe not being picked for the team or not being the fastest runner and those kind of things and what we can learn from that. Sound like a sound like a plan? Sure. This has been Timbernook Tips. Thanks for tuning in. Find Angela at uh Timbernook Tips or not Timbernook Tips. That's not a website. Timbernook.com. Find me at playvolutionhq.com. We'll be back next week. With another episode, share it with a friend if you like it because that's I mean that's just it's just a nice thing to do, people. Back soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Timber Nook Tips. Share your questions and comments at playvolutionhq.com slash podcast slash Timbernook. For more Angela, visit Timbernook.com. For more Jeff, visit explorations patreon.com slash HQ or click the link in the show description to learn more. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh...